0: Welcome to the Blind Android Users channel. This is your source for everything Android tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 89 of the Blind Android Users podcast. This is Warren Carr, and I'm in studios today across the world, virtual studios, of course. I have my co hosts, Fidan, Austin Pinto, Doug Cameron, and a special guest, John Dyer. For episode 89, we have coming up the announcements. Then we have the spotlight that will be discussing the Android 13 stable landing. Then we have an app of the week. and. We close the episode with my highlights from TalkBack. We're recording today, Saturday, August 20th, 2022. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Fidan, let's start with you, my dear. I understand that you are in that beer tent of yours there in the garden. Uh, Come on, man, give us some of that stuff. What's going on?
1: Yeah, I'm sitting on the swing, which if I move more, it'll squeak and make a sound effect. Oh no, it's actually not. Oh yeah, there we go. It's that's my swing seat. Um, oh, and it's doing it. I'll stop doing that now. Um, yeah, it's a lovely day here. We had a we had quite a heat wave last weekend, and we all nearly melted. And then we had some massive amounts of rain. A lot of us did during the week, and some people didn't. And they were a bit jealous in the UK. In London, we had lots of rain. Uh, which was very very welcome and some thunder but it was a bit pathetic really i mean i you know i I'd, I'd have recorded some noisy thunder for the podcast but it wasn't loud enough really it was a bit rubbish to be honest I, I think you know i think uh god could have put on a more more uh more of a display to be honest um but you know maybe next time um perhaps it's the anticipation you know um I've been busy. I did a whole service last week, leading it as a uh, trainee preacher. And so tomorrow I'm doing a repeat version, uh, which will actually go out on YouTube. No pressure then. Uh, (laughs) And um, doing some musical gig rehearsals and did a gig last week. Was it last week or the week before? Anyway, recently. Yeah, busy. Lots of busyness in a good way and um yeah the only slight annoyance is the neighbors having a party with their music so loud that they will all need hearing aids in 10 years time and then they'll turn the music up even louder but maybe they'll have moved by then hopefully
0: well the good thing is that you like the thunder unlike me who has always been afraid of those things ever since i was a kid and believe it or not even as an adult i'm still a little bit uh how about thunders <laughs> i
1: i don't like being outside in it really especially near trees i think that's a bit dodgy but if you're indoors um of course in the us i think it's more dodgy because you have a lot of um power lines got a and lot of thunders. That, well yeah but the power your power lines aren't so much underground as ours are they so if you have thunder and lightning and things it can really muck, muck up the um The power lines, because, you are you know, they can get blown down and things, can't they? Whereas a lot of ours, certainly in London anyway, are are underground. They're beneath the roads and pavements.
0: Yeah. Austin, come on, man. What's going on? Give me some of that mango drink. Bro, you've been just hogging that thing to yourself. No bueno. What's going on?
2: So we are going on very normally. Nothing great is on. Some rain, some sunshine. That's it. There's nothing very spectacular here. Everything is going up according to normal weather.
1: Sunshine? Is that sunshine backwards?
2: <laughs> yeah, sunshine.
0: <laughs> well, I like it, you know, shiny sunny days, you know what I mean? So that's a beautiful way of putting it. Uh, dog, are you getting any cooler there in Alberta?
3: It's staying consistently hot, not getting any rain right now, which is kind of killing us. Crossing fingers, we get a bit of a storm coming through in the next day or two because, good God, I need a break. I mean, unlike the rest of you, I would totally be standing outside in the middle of a nasty-ass storm. It's like energizing (laughs)
1: Oh, people were doing that on on Monday when it was raining, just standing in the in the garden. And oh. I, I know when it's too hot, I've sat in the garden sometimes. Um, I, mean, I just try not to stand too near trees if it's thundering, in, in case the tree gets struck by lightning, and then I get struck. I think that wouldn't be good. Yeah, the
3: the likelihood of that's pretty low.
1: It is, uh, yeah. Like
3: I mean, if, if I had the ability to, I would go storm chasing. It's fun. Oh wow. Get as close as
1: I can to a tornado. That would be kind of fun. Well, I'm not sure about that. Ooh, I I'll do. leave that to you.
3: You <laughs> can know, record
1: I... it and share it with us all.
3: Oh, there's t- so many recordings of that. It's amazing. It, it, like a major adrenaline rush.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys like all that stuff. I can't even stand in a little rain out there. Yesterday, I was trying to do some cleaning in the evening, and we had a little bit of rain coming down, and it was bothering me. I kind of was getting a little soaked from that rain. Uh, John, uh, what's going on in Virginia, man? We, I have dubbed you the unboxer of the Samsung <laughs> devices for BAU. Uh, what's up with you and that little guy? We're doing good. the
4: um, The weather here is in the 80s, which is pretty cool for this time of year around here in virginia i actually i actually wasn't too concerned about the weather but i checked it this morning because i knew if i come on this podcast and i don't know my own weather that's going to be embarrassing so i went ahead and (laughs) found out that it's in the 80s today and tomorrow
0: well we've been on fire here in the west particularly and uh yesterday was a little break. Believe it or not, I think it was the day before, which was uh, Thursday. We actually, we got to like 102 degrees. And yesterday was kind of like a fluctuation day. So we will... We hit like 94, then it backed down to 89, and then it just kept going back and forth. It's just unbelievable. Uh, but it was a cloudy day, like I said, and it was actually a beautiful day. I was actually mowing my grass yesterday, and boy, I had never felt so tired after mowing the grass. I sat down there on the ground, and I got a tall glass. <laughs> Of cold water, I had two of those and got energized just from drinking that. So I'm glad to have nice weather back today, not as hot. And um, of course, we're looking forward to better weather, but uh, it was on fire on Thursday. Let's move on now to announcements. And Austin, what do we have in the way of announcements?
2: So, in the way of announcements regarding donations, we have. So I got a feedback from some people saying that they have a problem with uh, the Buy Me a Coffee website. So, we also have a PayPal link. So, you can support us using the PayPal link. And we have got some supporters this week. A big thanks to Christopher Gilland. And somebody bought another coffee and someone from india also did a very generous donation a big thanks to them also so keep supporting us all small donations big donations they all go help in uh, getting new mics getting the websites maintaining everything and all those things
0: and i want to particularly thank you guys frankly this has been a great help to uh, b a u and Also, out to that person in India, thank you so much, because oftentimes we kind of think that, hey, you know, people out in India or in other places in Africa or wherever may not be able to contribute. You know, this guy found a way to contribute. And as I have indicated, even if it's a dollar or a penny, if everyone could donate a penny to the cause. That thing will be getting somewhere. And so thank you so much, guys. And we are looking forward to bringing you more content as you enable us to do so. Thank you so much. We appreciate you all.
2: Keep supporting us. Keep donating us. Listening, listen to our episodes and share the YouTube and Rumble link and website links to your friends so that we can grow big as a big family
0: let's move on now to our spotlight segment and this week we're talking about the stable android 13 drop that came through on the 15th of august it's something that we've been waiting for and we speculated it could be in september it could be in october and things like that and of course google decided to do it in august and the reason could be that, you know what, in some cases, I think maybe two or three times in the past, Google had released these major updates uh, back in August. And so all that COVID kind of threw in a monkey wrench into a lot of stuff. And now looks like Google is back on track and we have the stable version of Android for qualifying Pixel devices, Now, uh, some of you have updated. I have updated. Uh, Austin, did you update?
2: I was running the beta version. So I've updated and my update size was 35 MB. So that was very nice. And for the Pixel 6a, uh, whatever problems that people faced in Android 12, there were some problems in Android 13 beta, but they're all fixed now.
0: Mine was like a 31 MB, a miserable 31 MB on my Pixel 6 Pro. Now, John, did you update to your, I mean, did you update your Pixel 5? No, oh, 5A rather. Uh, I actually upgraded my
4: 5A to a 6A with the trade in offer.
0: Oh, yeah, that's and right.
4: Then, yeah. And then I, yes, I updated my 6A to 13.
0: I think we are the ones that have updated. Um, I know both Cam and Fi are on Samsung devices, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys get that update. And so let's talk about this update. I know that in Android 13, it's all about bug fixes and all of that. The major, major change was back in Android 12, and so... Everything on Android 13 is fixing things that were not done right back in Android 12. And as a result, there are over or about 150 uh, bug fixes that were brought or fixed with Android 13. And Google uh, stepped up the privacy thing and all of that. So if you have Android 12 and you think there's no need for me to update, I think you will be mistaken because... You don't want to be running around with those uh, some of those exploits or those bugs. And if you're able to, when your device qualifies and has it offered to it, I will suggest that you get that Android 13 and you're not going to lose anything. And then there's something that happened that we need to talk about, and that has to be rollability or unrollability. For instance, if you jump onto the Android 13, and if you have the Pixel 6 series, for example, you will not be able to unroll, say, hey, you know, I'm tired of Android 13, I want to go back to Android 12. If you're on Pixel 6, meaning whether 6, 6 Pro or the just release 6A, all three of which are running on the Tensor chip you will not be able to roll back because Google implemented something called the anti-bootloader thing. And uh, people are kind of scratching their heads as to why this became the norm. Because in normal circumstances, you can unroll your Pixel device even to the very first uh, OS that your Pixel device uh, came with. That is still true with uh, non-Pixel 6 devices. So, for example, if you have Pixel 5, Pixel 5a, 4a, 4a 5G, or Pixel 4, and you upgrade it to Android 13, you can actually go refresh back to the very first OS that came with your device. It's just not going to work on Pixel 6 uh, series and the reason someone finally found out what's going on so the tensor chip for some reason there was an exploit through the bootloader that was found in android 12 and so that's the reason why google chose to make that unrollable so that you don't go back to that uh, android 12 that allows that exploit to the bootloader so i hope this makes sense and if you have your Pixel 6 series when you update, just remember that you're not gonna be able to unroll back if you wanted to go back.
4: Well, I personally it it doesn't affect me. i I know I've known that I always could go back, but I've never even been tempted to want to go back to the previous Android version. You know, I always want to be on the up to date version of Android.
0: And I think this is mostly particularly with uh, developers that sometimes, you know, want to do things and go back and try other things and things like that. But most of us, John, as you said, you know, I wouldn't, there was no need. I was waiting for this to come through and why I would go back to Android 12 will simply be beyond me. So I like the fact that, you know, I have my Android 13. And now let's talk about the next thing and whether you should unenroll in the beta. For example, if you were previously in the Android 13 beta and you update to the stable version, then after updating, you want to go in there if you don't want to remain in the beta. Because if you don't unenroll, you'll get those things that we call the QPR, the quarterly platform releases. And these are the features or these are the releases that Google will drop in what we call the feature drops. And I like being on those. And so for me, I have one device like my Pixel 4. I left that in the Android 13 beta because I want to be able to see what those feature drops are. And if any of you remember back in last year, I think it was, that some of the phones were most especially running Android 11, uh, Pixel phones did not get uh, the multi-finger gestures. But if you got the feature drop that I believe came through in February, or was it March, then whether you're running Android 11 or Android 12, or in other words, whether you're not running Android 12, but Android 11, you still have those multi-finger gestures because of the result of the, QRP or uh, QPR rather, that came through with that uh, feature drop. So that's one of the usefulness of the the QPR because you get to see all these new features that Google may drop in here and there. And there are like three of those every year. So if you don't want to be part of that, after you've updated to the stable version, then you want to go to the page, the signing up page, We'll be posting that here in our show notes and opt out of the beta. This way, you will not have those uh, QPRs coming to your phone. The next one is going to be in September. So if you have updated and you want to opt out of it, then you have at least a few weeks before the next uh, QPR drops.
4: And it's probably worth mentioning that if you don't want to have to wipe your phone, now's the time to uh, opt out, because if you do accidentally get pulled into the next QPR and you try to opt out, you'll probably have to wipe your phone at that point.
0: Indeed, your phone will be wiped out. And also, I needed to say that if you update right now, you will not lose anything. But if you unenroll out of the beta before you update, you're going to get A message about wiping your device. Uh, So if you don't want to wipe your device, then update first and then go unenroll. But if you unenroll from the beta first and then try to update, you're going to get a message that says your device may be wiped. And so again, you have till September. But frankly, if you don't want your device wiped, then you update now and then unenroll from the beta so you're not part of that uh, QPR.
1: Two things about that, very silly comments. One, in this country, we have a football team called QPR, Queen's Park Rangers. So whenever you mention a QPR, I think of football crowds (laughs) <laughs> and
0: uh and um, well they'll be cheering for us then i love that because now we have people cheering uh for the google quarterly pr- uh, platform releases
1: <laughs> yeah the, the queens park rangers have been around rather longer than, <laughs> than android they well they were certainly around when i was at school junior school back in the 80s so um yes they've been around for a while And the second thing is, with all this wiping of phones, Mm. these phones must be really dirty, if you have to keep wiping them.
0: Well, you gotta wipe out the old wine, right? I always say, Mm. you know, in my practice, and it's just my knucklehead. uh, After updating, then I do that factory reset. But the wiping means you're gonna lose your data. So, and that's the whole idea. If you have stuff that you don't want wiped, then. You want to make sure you do as we've suggested. That is, you update to uh, the stable version and then go unenroll. And if yeah, you're.
1: That, I'm imagining cloths, though, wiping your phone with cloths, you see. <laughs> Uh, well, I have that kind of strange. I well, you should
0: probably do that every once in a while as well. Yeah, yeah, yes. I, I do that. I do that once in a while too, because you know those things get dirty after a while, don't they? Most especially mm-hmm. when you're running around, and here in the West, uh, it it gets dusty sometimes, and um, you need to wipe that thing down. You have to wipe it down,
1: especially if you leave it on your desk, Warren, and then forget about
0: it. <laughs> I do. Uh, uh, and, you that know, joke
4: is never going to get old. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: uh, so like yesterday when I was mowing the grass, I have it, uh, I had it sitting on the ledge of my uh, a windowsill out there in, in front of my yard, you know, on the porch where I would sit sometimes in the evening drinking my tea. And it was sitting there and I forgot that I left it there. I came in the house and... I think it was 10 o'clock. I wanted to make sure my phone is on do not disturb. And I just realized my phone wasn't there. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? Where is my phone? And it just dawned on me that, oh, I left it up there, you know, uh, yesterday in the evening. So I went back out there and got the phone and brought it back to the house. And of course, it was a little dusty. Uh, so I, I had to wipe it down uh, Fee.
1: So there you go. It's not completely irrelevant.
0: No, it's not irrelevant at all. Uh, but if you don't want your digital uh, stuff wiped out, then you 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 just go ahead and, and get that updated while you're in the beta. And if you are not getting the update, because I know some people are saying they're not getting the update for some reason. If that is the case, try enrolling in the beta. It may push out the update to you. And then once you have that done, then uh, go in and opt out of the beta.
1: How do you know, uh, if you do that, how do you know that the update it then offers you? How do you know whether that's a stable release or not? Does it tell you?
0: It does tell you. So here's what happens. When you get the update, it will say, hello, Android 13. Uh, and also, if you have the stable version, when you turn on the phone, you're not going to be told that you're running a beta version. If you see that message saying you're running a beta version, then you're not on the stable version.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't want that in the first place. So if I, I mean, at the moment, there's no point because I've got a Samsung phone and they, we haven't got the updates, which is all very sad because I'd like the update. But, you know, we'll get there eventually.
3: Those of us on Samsung are generally also not good enough to be receiving the beta versions because Samsung has that restricted to very specific regions.
1: Ah, right. Yeah. So, but but anyway, if I was using a, a Google phone, I, I, I've got too much stuff to do at the moment to have a phone that might do weird stuff if it's in a beta version. So that's why I asked because I would want to make sure that this is only a stable version that I'm updating to um, because, um, yeah, that would otherwise be quite annoying if I was in the middle of trying to plan a church service or do a gig or something and then my phone started doing weird things because it wasn't a stable version. I haven't got time for that at the moment.
0: So let's talk about phones or, you know, manufacturers that may be pushing out um, Android 13 uh, sooner than others. And, you know, I know that Samsung is one of those. And as we speak, the S22 series already have betas going on for them. So if you have that, you know that you are closer to getting the stable version because Samsung already has pushed that out. And then there's the OnePlus. OnePlus 10 series also has the beta. And uh, also, you remember another thing, uh, another phone? I think Xiaomi also has it if you have Xiaomi 12 or 12 Pro. And I think there's another phone that has the update. Nokia, I believe, is one of those that also has the beta version going on. So if you have any of these and qualifying, versions or models of those phones, you could enroll in some of those betas. And and then, of course, you could have a flavor of Android 13. And something tells me that Samsung, though, probably the stable version may come through in like October or somewhere in there. Last year, I think it was in November that they brought the stable version. So they keep improving every year. And like I have said, and I'll say it again, I think Samsung has become the gatekeeper of Android. Not even Google can touch what Samsung has to offer.
2: I think they're going to launch Color OS 13 by the end of this month, the next month, first week. So then Vivo, Oppo, and OnePlus will get the Android 13 betas.
0: Exactly. So some those are some of the uh, manufacturers or models that will be getting uh, the beta or are already part of the beta. And like we said, they may even be getting the OS a stable version uh, before the year end. So I'm happy about what is going on uh, in Android land. And so if you're looking forward to it, uh, let us know how it is going for you if you get that update and or if you have any problems or whatever the case may be.
3: Let us know also what region you're in, especially if you're utilizing Samsung. Because the fact that they do only release their betas in particular regions, um, not everybody will obtain it. So knowing where you can actually get the beta version for your Samsung device would be pretty awesome.
1: And what about features? Because it seems a bit silly to just release a whole new, you know, to go from 12 to 13 if we're not discussing any new features, because I don't know. It it just doesn't seem like a very good selling point really. Oh, this is, this is to fix all the things we got wrong last year. <laughs> like that's such a rubbish advert. Like, yeah we broke it last year now we're mending
0: it Um, well we do have some new features you know even though they are few and we could talk about those features especially hey john there's one important one for those that have a little bit of sight or actually even if you don't have sight but you want to use the accessibility thing uh john you want to talk about this was something that was bugging you um that was in android 12. And we got that corrected back to how it used to be uh with Android thirteen. I think it was the first bit of Android thirteen that brought that back. You want to talk about that feature, John?
4: Yeah, so it's the accessibility gesture, and if anybody's been in the telegram group uh I guess about sixteen months ago, you'll remember I was raising hell. I was upset that they took away the accessibility gesture, which is basically. Um, before Android got um, the gestures, the navigation gestures, it used the navigation buttons. And you could enable an accessibility button on that navigation bar, right? So when they added the gestures in order to replace that um, accessibility button, they gave an accessibility gesture, which is to swipe up from the bottom of the phone with two fingers or to swipe up from the bottom of the phone with three fingers if TalkBack is enabled, you know, because you have to add the extra finger. And then, for whatever reason, when they released Android 12, they got rid of the accessibility gesture. And if you use navigation gestures on your phone, you had to use this new floating accessibility button that I was not a fan of. And um, for those of you who don't know, the accessibility button and gesture, it'll toggle any accessibility feature you want uh, on and off. So in my case, because I'm low vision, I used it for inverting my colors because if I ever went to a page that was like all white, I couldn't see anything. So I would want to invert my colors. Um, and I used the accessibility gesture for that. So I was upset that I couldn't have both. I couldn't use the navigational gestures rather than buttons and still have a quick way to toggle those features on and off without, um, you know, having a floating button that kind of just gets in your way. So I'm glad they ended up Bringing that back, now you have the option. If you have the gestures enabled on your phone, the navigational gestures, you could choose whether you want your accessibility shortcut to be a floating button or a gesture, which I think is awesome because for those of you who did like the floating button, who I was definitely not one of you, um, you could still have that. So you just choose it in the settings, which I think is great.
1: Where on the screen was the floating button? Because I never noticed it.
4: Well, it, it, isn't on the screen until you assign an Accessibility Service to it. So if you have your phone set to use navigation gestures, meaning you don't have like the home recents and back buttons at the bottom, and you assign um, an Accessibility Service to the button, then it'll just be a floating button. I think by default it's in the bottom right, but I'm not sure.
0: It is in Uncle. the bottom right, and you can move it to wherever. But the problem with that button is that, you know, it could be obstructing some other stuff. For instance, let's say you're on your Gboard, for example, and you want to find that switch uh, input method, for example. Uh, that thing could be sitting there, and so you'd be looking forever, trying to find that switch input methods, and you're not going to find it. it because of that thing is sitting there, so it, it was quite a uh, you know uh, bother to a lot of people. And I am glad you know that we have it now. And by default, it's not enabled, fee unless you choose to enable it. And if you have Android twelve, I don't know how Samsung handles that on the Samsung side of things. But especially if you're on a stock device like uh, Pixel or Nokia, Samsung, Motorola. Uh, when you enable that, then you're going to have that floating bubble um, and you could try to move it elsewhere, but then you'll be obstructing something. So this uh, gesture uh, assignment, as it used to be, is a whole rescue. And I'm glad we have that uh, brought back to what it was, using a gesture, if you prefer.
1: Yeah, because I, I, that's interesting because I have... Um... The buttons at the bottom, because I like the buttons, you know, the home and back and recents. I I like those. I don't like having to use funny gestures when the buttons are quite fine. So I don't know. I mean, on the Samsung phones, we have our own accessibility gesture anyway, using the volume keys. So maybe that's why I, it never appeared on my phone as, as a, a thing. Or maybe I just didn't dive into the settings and look for it because I already yeah. had an accessibility option Anyway, so yeah. I didn't need really, Yeah, you have to you know.
4: assign something to it. So like on a Samsung phone for instance, you can assign TalkBack to be turned on by holding the volume keys, both of them, or by pressing volume up and the side key at the same time. But then there's a third option that's like use accessibility button. And that if you were to assign TalkBack or any other accessibility service to use that button, then that's when it would appear on your phone. But and would also it appear so on th- my
1: phone though with, with if I cuz I've got these um
4: Oh, no, navigation no, buttons not... at
1: the bottom. what Yeah, exactly. Would
4: that... it wouldn't. It would be in the bottom right. so um depending on how you have your phone set up, I think by default Samsung has recents on the left and then home and then back, and then to the right of the back button would be the accessibility button if you assign oh. something to it. so it would just okay. add a fourth button to your navigation bar. yeah
1: interesting.
4: Another thing I wanted to point out about the accessibility gesture is that you can assign it to any uh, talkback gesture you want. So if you don't, if you're not comfortable swiping up from the bottom of the screen with three fingers, which can be difficult to do, you can assign it to any gesture and talk back. So as an example, I had my back and forth gesture of swiping right and left set to the accessibility shortcut. And then that would just talk, that would, that gesture would just invert my colors. And then I would just do the gesture again to uninvert the colors.
1: I I think we need a warning here about inverting your colors, though, because. Isn't it true to say that if you have to show, for example, a, a, a barcode or a train ticket or something somewhere, you need to put the colors back. Otherwise, that won't work.
4: Oh, yeah, for sure. You will definitely need to put it back. And if you try so, to show anybody a photo, it will look ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely put the colors back when you're done using it. If, if you're somebody with low vision who wants to invert your colors
0: and some of the new changes or new features that came with Android 13 could be the revamped media player then there's also the um uh things like the clipboard being able to uh, edit your clipboard and things like that so i think in total there are like seven items that got brought into Android 13 so it's not devoid of new features it's just that the features are few and focus mainly on fixing uh, exploits or bugs that the Android 12 had. And as I indicated earlier, there are about 150 of those. So definitely, if you have the opportunity to, if you are given the Android 13, go for it. We now move on to our next segment. And this segment is going to be our app of the week. And this week, I'm talking about an app that I've been wanting to demo for quite a while, never got around to it. And this time, I'm demonstrating the Focus Reader. And now, here is that demo of Focus Reader. Hi, this is demonstrating Focus Reader. For episode 89, app of the week, I am demonstrating Focus Reader. F-O-C-U-S-R-E-A-D-E-R. For this demonstration, I will be using my Pixel 6 Pro with Android 13 and TalkBack 13.0. In the way of a speech TTS engine, I will be utilizing that Google Speech Services. I am on my home screen and will navigate my way to my MISC folder where focus reader is residing, and will tap on that to go from there. I will now find and tap on MISC. Folder, MISC, four or more items. Here is my MISC folder. I'll tap here to activate this folder. I am now in the folder of my miscellaneous and we'll now tap on Focus Reader. Focus Reader. Here is Focus Reader. I'll tab here to activate. Focus Reader.
5: Allow Focus Reader to send you notifications. Allow button.
0: The first thing we heard upon launching the app is a dialogue asking us as to whether or not we would like to allow this app to send us notifications. Now, if you want it to be sending you notifications, then you tap on the Allow, which is highlighted. I, on the other hand, I'm going to tap on Do Not Allow.
5: Don't Allow button.
0: There we go. I'll tap here. Focus reader local. Tapping on Do Not Allow or tapping on Allow, whichever one you choose. You are now placed on the screen that says local. And below that, we have some items. In other words, these are services that you can employ or choose to use. If you are not a pro subscriber, you can only use one source at a time. I am not a pro user, and so I can only choose to use one source. And some of the sources include the following. Fe- Feedly. We have Feedly. An orator. No Freshers. Freshers. Tiny, tiny RSS. Tiny, tiny RSS. Fever. Fever. The old reader. The good old reader. Feedbin. 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 Baskets reader. And that would be the last item. Now, depending on which one you have, and it really doesn't matter which one it is that you tap on, it will offer you to sign into that source. So I both have Fiddly and InnoReader subscriptions, or I have subscribed to those, meaning I have signed up to those sources. I will choose InnoReader, for example, and I'll move my finger up and tap on InnoReader enorator Here is enorator. You know, That's E N O R E A D E R. I'll tap here to activate.
5: Webview Chrome 70%. Authorize application webview.
0: I tapped on that and it's
5: asking me to authorize the application. The following app wants to connect to your enorator account. Heading 3. This app will be able to read your basic profile information. Bullet read your subscription data, bullet, change your subscription data.
0: And on and on it goes. And below that, on the left, is the authorize. Now, the reason why I'm getting this dialogue is because I had already signed into my inner reader account before. Now, if this is your first time and you haven't created or signed into any of these, then you'll be asked to sign in, and you could sign in with either Google, Facebook, or sign in with your email that you are signed for on that particular source of those items that we saw earlier. And now, after that, then you'll get to this screen that I am on, and you want to authorize it to access your account. In other words... I am authorizing it to access my InnoReader account. That is, authorizing FocusReader to access my InnoReader. Now, I'll tap on Authorize, which is to the left in the middle of the phone. Authorize button. Here is the Authorize button. I'll tap here to authorize.
5: 5% progress bar. FocusReader. In progress, progress bar. FocusReader. A Norator.
0: I am now in the main UI, and it says In Reader because that's the source from which Focus Reader is getting my material. Showing
5: items 1 to 18 of 18.
0: And in here, let's go ahead and show you what we have. Starting from the top right, we've got a couple buttons. There is the search, and then the add new content. To the right of that. And these are the ones I'm talking about. Search button. Search and to the right of that. Add new content. Add new content. And those are the two buttons on the top right. To the top left corner we have something that says profile. Profile button. Profile. At the bottom we've got some tabs. Starting from the left, we've got the following, and I'll be going from right, starting from the left bottom. We've got refresh button, refresh, mark as read button, mark as read, show unread articles button, and show unread articles. That's the last tab there at the bottom. Now, let's go back to the top left and tap on profile. Profile button. I will tap on profile and check out the things that we have in profile.
5: Menu All Accounts.
0: Tapping on Profile we hear all accounts. And of course, as I indicated, I only have one because I haven't subscribed to the subscription of Focus Reader. And by the way, even though I haven't subscribed to any of the subscription, there are no ads on this app. So we go from accounts to warcare at gmail.com. That's my account there. Become a pro. Become a pro. That's you tab here to subscribe. And there's monthly, annual, and all of that. Next. Choose theme. Choose the theme. In other words, whether you want it dark, light, or whatever. Next. New features. New features. Community. Community. Settings. And settings. And probably the settings is the most important one in here because it has lots and lots of items. So let's go ahead now and tap on the settings and see what it is that's content within the settings. I will now tap on settings. Focus reader Settings. I am in the settings now and putting my finger near the top. I'll go from top to bottom and we've got the first item as SYNC, one of six. SYNC is our first item. In other words, if you tap here, you could choose how frequently it should be synced. And the default is like an hour. And the minimum would be like five minutes. So it's up to you. You can choose how you want this app to be checking for articles and things like that. Below sync, we've got Reading, two of six. Reading. And if we tap here, let's look at the items that we have in Reading.
5: Feed list heading one of thirty-one in list thirty-one items. So the
0: feed list we've got.
5: Order by alphabetically, two of thirty-one.
0: Order by alphabetically, and that's a default. If you don't want to do that, you could tap here and change it to whether ascending by alphabet or whatever, or descending. And you can choose whatever it is, but by default is set to alphabetical. Next we've got Show unread count, on, switch, 3 of 31. Show unread count, and that by default is on next. Show bottom bar, on, switch, 4 of 31. Show the bottom bar, and that is on next.
5: Open folders as, list of articles, 5 of 31.
0: Open the folders as, list of articles, next. Article list, heading, 6 of 31. We get to the article list heading, and below that heading, we've got the following items. The article list show feed icon, off, switch, 7 of 31. You can turn that on if that's what you want. Next. Show bottom bar, on, switch, 8 of 31. Show the bottom bar, and it's on by default, next. That is when you are in articles. Scrolling, smooth, 9 of 31. And we have the scrolling, and by default, it's smooth scrolling. If you want to change it to something else, you tap there to go change it. So as you can tell, I'm not necessarily going into any of these or into all of these items. However, I just want to present them to you so that you can choose what you want to do. Because if I decide to go into each and every one of those, it will take a long time to go through this. Next.
5: After reading, scroll to the next article on Switch 10 of 31. Next. Click the image to preview in card view, off, switch, 11 of 31. Next. Click the image to preview in magazine view, off, switch, 12 of 31. Next. Article view, heading, 13
0: of 31. And now we get to the article view. Full screen reading, off, switch, 14 of 31. Full screen reading. If you want, you turn this on. If you turn that on, then... The article will be displayed in full. By default, it isn't turned on. Next. Show images
5: in the article. On. Switch. 15 of 31.
0: You can choose to leave it to show images by default. And if you do not care about images, most especially those of us who are blind, you could turn this off so that you have a nice, clean article. Next. Show bottom bar, on, switch,
5: 16 of 31. Show
0: bottom bar, that's when you're reading in full view.
5: Pure reading, streamline the style of article content to bring a more clean reading layout. If you find a problem with the article content style, please try to turn on this switch, off, switch, 17 of 31.
0: And you can turn that on if you want that pure reading. Next. Show translate button,
5: only displayed when the language of the article is inconsistent with the language of the system settings, 18 of 31.
0: So, about translation, and by default, it will only show that if the article is incompatible with the language of the system. You could tap here and go turn on or choose to do not or whatever. Next.
5: Double-click on the content of article, full text, 19 of 31.
0: In other words, if you double-tap on an article... It will show you the full text of that article. Now, if you do not want to see full article when tapped on, then you could tap here and go choose how you would like to view it. Next.
5: Support MathJax rendering. MathJax rendering may cause dollar symbols in articles to be incorrectly identified as math formulas. Off. Switch. 20 of 31.
0: That explains itself. And so by default, is off. I'll leave it off. Next. Display, heading 21 of 31. Now we're down to the display heading, and below display, we've got the following. Font size, use system, need to restart the app 22 of 31. By default, it's using the system fonts. If you want a specific kind of font, you tap here, and you have to restart it to take effect. Next.
5: Article view navigation, heading 23 of 31.
0: Article view navigation, and we've got the following.
5: Reading navigation direction, navigate through different articles with a horizontal swipe, 24 of 31. Next. Swipe right, close the article interface, 25 of 31.
0: If you don't want that happening, you could tab that to go change that. Next.
5: Use volume buttons to navigate, none, 26 of 31.
0: The thirty one is set to none, but if you want to use it for something, I don't know if that would work with TalkBack or not, then you tap there and go choose how you would use those volume keys. Next.
5: Article list gesture, heading 27
0: of 31. We are now down to the article list gesture, and these are the gestures that we find underneath that heading. Swipe right, toggle starred, 28 of 31. If you don't want that, you could tap here and go change that. If you don't want uh, swiping right to star an article, you could tap here to go change that.
5: Next. Share, heading, 29 of 31.
0: Now here's the sharing, and we've got... Quick share service, none, 30 of 31. Quick share service, none. In other words, if you want to set a particular app that when you tap on the share button, it should automatically share it with that particular app. Then you will tap here to go choose such an app that you would like to make it the default that when you tap the share, then automatically whatever article it is will be shared to that app that you have chosen. By default, it isn't. So what that means is that when you tap on the share, you will be asked to pick out the app that you would like to share the article with. Next.
5: Article sharing. Share article content. 31 of 31.
0: And that's the last item. Now, I do want to mention something here in passing, that if you are a swiper, and if you swipe from here, then it will wrap you back to the list of items. And for example, if let me say I swipe here. Sync 1 of 6 in list 6 items. See now it takes me to sync 1 of 6. And if I swipe again, Reading 2 of 6. That's the reading. Uh, now I do want to mention that that is not visible on the screen. However, for some reason, even though it's being overlaid by the current item or current setting that we're in right now, You can still hear that using your screen reader. I will go back. I have gone back.
5: Reading 2 of 6.
0: That was the one that we were looking at. The next item below Reading would be General 3 of 6. General. Let's go ahead and tab here and see what this contains. Upon tapping on general starting from the top this is what we've got
5: browser heading one of 19 in list 19 items
0: we've got the browser heading and below that we've got choose which browser to use default custom tabs two of 19 in other words if you want to use a particular browser cuz by default if you decide to open something in the browser it would use a default browser that your system is using. For instance, in my case, in its current state, it will open such an article if I decide to use a browser or view in browser, it will open it using the Chrome browser. You could choose a different one if that's what you prefer. Next. Marcus Reid, heading 3 of 19. Under Marcus reed we've got... Mark articles
5: is read on scroll, off, switch, 4 of 19. Next. Mark article is read on open, on, switch, 5 of 19. Next. Confirm mark all is read, on, switch, 6 of 19. Next. Mark all read action, return home page, 7 of 19. Next. Custom domains for pro heading, 8 of 19.
0: This one has to do with the pro, and under that heading we've got the following.
5: Articles from these domain will always be opened in external app, e.g. open YouTube videos feed items directly in YouTube app 9 of 19.
0: So if you have the pro version, and if there's an article that has a YouTube URL, for example, when you tap there, it will open in the YouTube app. Next.
5: Individuation, heading 10 of 19.
0: Under individuation, we've
5: got... Custom launcher for pro not all mobile phones support this feature. Please test by yourself, 11 of 19.
0: That explains itself next.
5: Vibration, heading 12 of 19. Showing items 1 to 12 of 19. And we got turn on vibration feedback. Some operations such as switching articles will have vibration feedback. Off switch 13 of 19. And showing items 9 to 19 of 19. Next. TTS heading 14 of
0: 19. We come to the TTS section. In other words, if you want to be able to use a TTS readout instead of using your screen reader, you could choose a TTS engine to read your articles. And below that, we've got TTS engine default 15 of 19. It says default. In my case, that would mean using the Google TTS. Now, I'm going to tab here for giggles and just go to something else and see how that would pan out. So, I'll tab here. TTS engine. Default in list. And it pops up my TTS engines that I have on my system. Spe- Acapla TTS. Speech services by Google. Acapla TTS. Caitlin
5: TTS. Did you see Claire TTS? Did you see Dodo TTS? Hannah TTS. Heather TTS. Catherine TTS, RH Voice.
0: I'm going to go choose the Eloquence TTS, for example.
5: Multilingual TTS, Speak TTS, E-Speaking, E-Speak, ETI Eloquence TTS.
0: Here is ETI Eloquence. I'll choose this. I'll tap here to activate. Focus Redder,
5: TTS Engine, ETI Eloquence TTS, 15 of 19, in list, 19 items. Next. Showing items. Not- TTS setting. 16 of
0: 19. TTS settings. In other words, if you tap here, it will take you to the normal place where you would see your default TTS, and you'll have to tap on that preferred TTS engine to go choose a TTS. So since we've chosen a TTS above for this, we don't need to go in here again. Next.
5: Others. Heading. 17 of 19.
0: We have others, and then next.
5: Disable Firebase Crashlytics. I suggest to keep this option, it will help me analyze the problem of the app. Off, switch, 18 of 19. And? Clear cache, image and browser cache is used, 129.64 kelvins. Delete these caches will not have any effect on app usage. Click to delete directly, 19 of 19.
0: And that's the last one in there. I'll go back to the previous item. Settings, out of list. Or rather, going back to the previous screen. And below general, we've got the following item. Backup and restore, 4 of 6. Backup and restore. Send feedback, 5 of 6. Send feedback. And the last item here. About, 6 of 6. Is the about. Now I'm going to go back to the menu eye of the app. Focus reader. A narrator out of list. We are back to the main UI. Now, let's go back to the top right and see the two buttons that we saw earlier. The first one is... Search button. Search. That means if I tap here, I'll be searching my sources. To the right of that... Add new content. Add new content. So, for example, in my... Sources that I have. I'll show you some of the sources that I have.
5: Android Central. Android Forums. Android Central. Android Developers Blog. 8. 8 of 18. Ars Technica. 355. 9 of 18. Engadget. 555. 10 of 18. GSMArena.com. Latest...
0: you get the drift. So if you want to add some other source, for example, say you want to add Android, please, you will tap on that Add New Content, and there will be an edit field for you to type in the name of what you're looking for or the name of the site or the URL of that site. I'll show you what I'm talking about.
5: Add new content out of list. Focus reader. Add new content, powered by
0: Feedly. And if you move your finger down, you're going to find a search field. Or you can pick from one of these items.
5: Software, row 2. Health, row 3. Game, column 1. Science, row 5. Business, row 4.
0: And those are arranged in rows and columns. But like I said, near the top, you could type or paste the URL that you want to add. So, for example, let's say we want to add Android Police.
5: Add new content, powered by Feedly, out of grid. Type a name, or paste a URL, edit box.
0: And I'll tab here. Type a name, or paste a URL, showing English U.S. court. And I'm going to use the voice dictation, and simply say Android Police. Voice input. Android. Police. And now I'll put my finger down and look at the results. Clear Query
5: button. Android Police, feed, looking after everything Android. Last updated 1D, 130,797 readers, one of eight. Subscribe button. Detected. And to the right of that
0: will be the subscribe. Move my finger down again.
5: Android Police, for the latest Android news, phone reviews, and more. Last updated 4D 350 readers, 3 of 8.
0: And to the right of that, of course, will be that subscribe.
5: Android Police uploads on YouTube for the latest Android news, phone reviews, and more. Last updated 4D 45
0: readers, 4. 4- By now, you understand the drift. That's how you go about adding content. Now, if you don't want to do that and or you don't know what you're looking for and you simply want to use a keyword, for example, you could simply use a keyword.
5: Add new content powered by Feedly. Type a name or paste a URL showing.
0: Now, I'm going to type the word dogs or dog. D-O-G. See if we find anything relating to dogs.
5: D. D. O. O. G.
0: G. I tapped in the word dog. D-O-G. I will now tap on search. Search. Add new
5: content. Powered by Feedly.
0: Keyboard. And now put my finger down and see if I find anything having to do with dog or dogs.
5: Dogster. Dogster is a publication where dog lovers come together to get the latest expert advice about dog behavior, health, news, and entertainment. Last updated 2d 3860 readers, one of 100
0: in list 100 items. And of course, to the right of that, you'll find that subscribe button.
5: Subscribe button detected. text Move my finger plus. down. Dog Tipper. Looking for ways to celebrate life with your dog? We're here. The Doggington Post. Doggingtonpost.com was created for the love of dogs. Citus Judy slot online turbiac danter perkaya, compulent Citus judy slot online Tur-
0: I have no idea what that one is. I'll move my finger down.
5: Showing I- Dogo News, kids news articles, kids current events, plus kids news on science, sports, and more. Dogo.
0: You got the drift. Now I'm gonna go back to the menu eye and look at one article and see if we could read it. I'll now go back. Focus Redder. Add new content
5: out of list. Ars Technica, 355, 9 of 18. Android Developers Blog, 8, 8 of 18.
0: Here's Android Developers Blog. I'm going to tap on this one. Focus Redder.
5: Android Developers Blog, out of list. Showing items I'll my-
0: put down my finger at random, see if I find an article.
5: Build apps for the new Samsung devices, posted by Diana Wong, Android product manager, Ksenia Shumelchik, developer relations engineer, and Sarah Vickerman, Android developer marketing, this week, Samsung launched the latest devices to come to the Android ecosystem at their Galaxy Unpacked event. If you haven't already, check out their two new foldables, the Galaxy Z Fold 4 and Z Flip 4, and their new lineup of watches running on Wear OS, the Galaxy Watch 5 series. You can learn more about their announcements here, with the Excitem 7D, 6 of 16, in list, 16 items.
0: I'll tap here. Focus Redder. web view, And it opens up the article. So now I'm going to put my finger down.
5: Long click to switch service for full text.
0: And it says long click web to view. switch uh, service for full text. And I'll put my finger down.
5: Posted by Diana Wong, Android Product Manager, Ksenia Shumelchik, Developer Relations Engineer, and Sarah Vickerman, Android Developer Marketing.
0: Okay, and I could decide to simply double tap here or use whatever gesture to do continuous read from here. I'll give a little example of that and then stop the reading.
5: This week, Samsung launched the latest devices to come to the Android ecosystem at their Galaxy Unpacked event. If you haven't already, check out their two new foldables, the Galaxy Z Fold 4 and Z Flip 4, and their new lineup of watches running on Wear OS, the Galaxy Watch 5 series. You can learn more about their announcements here. Period. With the excitement around these new devices, there's never been a better time to invest in making sure your app has an amazing experience for users on large screens or Wear OS. Here's what you need to know to get started.
0: I tapped to stop the reading. Tapping or double tapping pops up some buttons at the bottom. Starting from the left, we've got Add Star button. Add star coin right next article button next article full text button full text detected text ga that means if you tap here it's going to show you the sharing next more options button more options if I tap here for example it'll pop some menu near the bottom which is a vertical arrangement. And we've got Open in browser. Open in browser. And if I tap here, as I indicated earlier, it'll be opening my Chrome browser. Next, below that. Share. Share. Next. Copy link. Copy the link. Next. Fonts. The fonts. Next. Play. And that's the last item. If I tap here, it should use the chosen TTS engine that we chose earlier, and in this case, it should be using the ETI Eloquence that I chose. I'll tap here to see what happens, so I'll tap here to play. Webview. Solo. I'm going to turn up the volume.
5: By Diana
0: Wong, sound Android settings product
4: manager Tania Shumilchik, developer relations engineer and Sarah vickerman Android developer marketing this week Samsung live I the can latest close my screen or shut the off Android ecosystem at their Galaxy unpacked event. If you haven't already, check out their two new foldables, the Galaxy Z Fold 4 and Z Flip 4, and their new lineup of watches running on Wear OS, the Galaxy Watch and 5 series. And I can series. shut
0: off you my screen and it'll continue to read. With now, with that reading, I'm going to turn down the volume of in the uh, TTS TTS to Sound settings. At the bottom, we've got some buttons, and these buttons would be starting from the left.
5: This add star button.
0: We still have those.
5: Next article button. Full text button. Detected. Text ga. More options. Button. And that
0: more. If I tap on that more, then tapping on that play at the bottom of the pop-up will stop the playback. This week, Samsung play fonts. Play. Tap here. And it stops the playback. And that's a description and demonstration of the focus reader. F-O-C-U-S-R-E-A-D-E-R. As you can tell, that demo is extensive. And frankly, I didn't go into each and every item in there, but it's a great app if you like reading tech news and/or whatever subject matter you want and getting RSS feeds. The Focus Reader is a great app that you want to give it a spin and see if you like it. Let's now conclude today's episode with the highlights from TalkBack. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack. This is installment 49. In our last installment, installment 48, We saw the swiping up with four fingers to move to the previous window. We'll continue now with our demonstration. And for the 49th installment, I am using my Pixel 6 Pro with Android 13 and TalkBack 13.0. For speech services, I am using the Google Speech Services. I am on the home screen and will now activate the TalkBack menu by tapping with three fingers to activate the TalkBack menu.
5: Talkback menu, actions in list.
0: And I am in that menu. We'll now tap on the Talkback settings.
5: Talkback settings.
0: Here is Talkback settings and I'll tap here to activate Talkback settings.
5: Talkback settings, navigate up button out of list.
0: Now that we are in the TalkBack settings, if you happen to have a phone that's not tall enough, you would need to scroll down the page. In other words, put two fingers in the middle of the phone and then glide those fingers upwards to scroll down the screen. For me, though, my phone is tall enough and I'll simply put my finger down and tap on Customize Gestures, the item that we're after here in the TalkBack settings.
5: Customize Gestures.
0: Here is that customized Gestures. I'll tap here to activate. Customize Gestures out of list. We are on the customization page. And if you've been following us with these TalkBack highlights, you know that we should now change our granularity to the heading mode. In other words, we need to switch from whatever mode your TalkBack is in to the heading mode. And again and again, I have indicated that we have one of three methods with which you could change these granularities. You could either scrub up and down with one finger in one fluid movement, the gesture that I prefer, or using three fingers, you could swipe down or swipe from left to right or right to left to change those granularities. I do believe though that my granularity is set to the heading granularity and now I'll simply swipe down with one finger and keep doing so until I get to the four finger heading. Let's now swipe down and keep swiping till we get to the four finger gestures. Here I go.
5: One finger heading in list.
0: Here is one finger. Let's swipe down.
5: One finger back and forth heading
0: swipe down
5: one finger angle heading showing item 7 to 17 of 51
0: this is the angular gestures as some would like to call it let's swipe down two fingers heading
5: showing item 17 to 26 of 51
0: here is two fingers i'll swipe down
5: three fingers heading showing items 26 to 36 of 51
0: One more swipe down with one finger, and that should place us on the four-finger heading. I'll swipe down to move to the four-finger heading. Four fingers, heading. Here is our four-finger gesture heading. And these so far are the ones that we've looked at underneath this heading. And these items are... Tap with four fingers, practice gestures. Next.
5: Double tap with four fingers, open tutorial showing items 36 to 45 of 51 next double tap and hold with four fingers pass through system gesture showing items 42 to 51 of 51 next triple tap with four fingers tap to assign
0: next swipe up with four
5: fingers previous window
0: and that was the one we looked at last week Today, though, we'll be looking at the opposite of that, and that will be the swiping down with four fingers to move to... Swipe down with four fingers, next window. Swipe down with four fingers, next window. Now, the place that this would come in handy, for example, is when you're working with split screens. You would be able to take advantage of this when you're using split screens. I'll demonstrate that by activating the split screen screen. And we activate a split screen by simply swiping up from the bottom of the phone with two fingers and then holding that finger about an inch from where we swiped from the bottom. And that should activate the recents. I'll do that so that you know what I'm talking about.
5: Home, recent apps, Android accessibility suite, TalkBack settings, 18 of 18, in list, 18 items.
0: And now I could simply tap. With three fingers to activate the talkback menu, tap on actions and then tap on the split screen. Or if you have a gesture that has been assigned to invoking the actions menu like I have, which is swiping left and right with one finger to activate that actions gesture, then you could simply do that at this point. I'll swipe left and right to activate the actions menu. Actions. Close in list. And what we're looking for here is an item that says split to top or split screen. I'll put my finger down so you know what I'm talking about. Split top. It says split top. I'll tap here. Task closed.
5: Tap another app to use split screen. Home. Telegram 16 of 17 in list 17 on-
0: so I have several items that I could use in conjunction with this one, and it says there's Telegram, and if I don't want to use Telegram, then I have to swipe left to find another item.
5: Google Google Assistant, 15 of 17.
0: There's Showing Google Assistant. 16 of 17. So if I tap here,
5: Talkback settings on top, Google Assistant on bottom. Tap to dismiss Assistant. Out of list window, Google Assistant.
0: I now have two items, I got TalkBack settings at the top, and then I have the Google Assistant at the bottom. And so if I put my finger near the top, for example,
5: New features in TalkBack, in list, window TalkBack settings.
0: I am in the window of the TalkBack settings. Now, if I want to move to the window below, which would be the Google Assistant window, then I could simply swipe down with four fingers, and that will place focus on the Google Assistant window. I'll now swipe down with four fingers to have that focus placed on the Google Assistant window.
5: Tap to dismiss Assistant, out of list, window Google Assistant.
0: There I am in the Google Assistant window. If I put my finger down.
5: Google Assistant widget.
0: So there is the Google Assistant. I am focused on it. Now, if I want to go back to the previous window, of course, then I swipe up with four fingers, and that should place focus on the TalkBack settings window. I'll now swipe upwards with four fingers and get my focus placed on the TalkBack Settings window.
5: TalkBack Settings, window TalkBack Settings.
0: There we go. I am now focused on the TalkBack Settings. And that's how you go about managing those windows or rather managing that four finger swipe up or swipe down to move between open windows. And that concludes the highlights from TalkBack. Austin, how do people get hold of us when they need to get in contact with us or whatever the case may be, give people a way to get hold of us when they need to?
2: So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, blindandroidusers, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that
0: is it from us this week. And that will be it, folks, for this week. We thank you so much again. And from me, it's bye.
3: Later.
0: Bye. Bye.
2: Bye,
0: everyone. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.